Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. Steph Crowder here, and I am so excited to be back on the microphone. Happy 2023. This is my first podcast episode of 2023. I hope you had a wonderful, restful winter break, celebrating the holidays, if that's something that you do, celebrating the new year. I don't know about you, but I am so jazzed up for 2023. I have such a good feeling about it. It's going to be an excellent year. And that starts right now with today's podcast episode. So I'm really excited to bring you today's episode because one thing I'm going to be doing quite a bit of in 2023 is writing. So you might know this about me if you've been following along on my business and life journey for a while. I think my longest aspiration in my life that I can think of is becoming a published author. I love to write. I've always loved to write. I was an English major in college. It's just something that I get so much pleasure out of, and it's a way of expressing myself and expressing my ideas that I love. Time just kind of falls away. I have stories from being in middle school where I bought this chunky laptop. I mean, you don't even know if you could call it a laptop. It was a very primitive computer with my own money off of eBay. And I would beg my parents to drop me at the Barnes and Noble so I could sit in the cafe and get a slice of cheesecake and write my next great American novel. (laughs) That's that's what I did when I was in eighth grade. That tells you anything about me. So I'm doing a lot more writing in 2023. And so today's podcast episode, I'm actually going to read you my latest piece of writing. I don't know where this journey is going to take me exactly. I know I'm going to be publishing a book. So I know the first step is to have a regular writing practice. I've written many, many things over the years, but what I'm trying to cultivate in 2023 is the habit of writing and publishing often, hopefully weekly. Weekly is what I'm shooting for. So I have a lot of ideas about where this might take me, but in the meantime, I find that the most, and this this goes for you too, dear listener, whatever it is that you're trying to create, whatever big dream that you have, Sometimes it's helpful to not over-engineer it and just ask yourself, how can I show up as that version of myself today? So for example, if I was a published author, even though I'm not a published author just yet, how would a published author behave? Well, a published author would sit down and freaking write and publish, right? So I'm not waiting until I have a New York Times bestselling book to start writing. I'm going to write and publish and share right now. And so today's podcast is a piece of my writing. And if you want to follow along on this journey, if you want to read my writing, I would love to have your support. If you're not already receiving my emails, you can just go to stephcrowder.com slash plan. That's going to get you onto my email list. And with that, you also get the free gift of my 15-minute planner method, which is my very, very popular weekly training, or I'm sorry, weekly planning method that thousands of people have downloaded, I think over 10,000 people at this point, that helps you plan your whole week in 15 minutes. If that's your thing, awesome. Take advantage of it. Try it out. But either way, that gets you onto my email list so you can read these articles, these pieces of writing, these little mini publications that I'm going to be pushing myself to create in 2023. So, Today's episode is called Take Away the Safety Net. So let me cut right to the chase. This podcast episode was inspired by my kid learning to use the toilet. How's that for a strong cold opener, right? (laughs) How's that for a little headline? But seriously, I'm constantly amazed at how many of the most impactful and eye-opening lessons 
about business and life come from raising my children. Potty training is no different, so let's get into it. This lesson is about safety nets and what happens when we take them away. So it was Christmas break 2022 when my husband and I decided it was time for our youngest son to join the wonderful world of toilet users. Are we crazy people? It's possible. Nothing like an influx of somebody else's bodily fluids to grease the wheels of holiday relaxation. But I digress. We started the first day by unceremoniously stripping off his diaper the moment he woke up. And at first, nothing changed. He wasn't really aware that anything about his life was different, and if he was wise to the sudden draftiness on his bottom half, he did not let on. But as the day went on and nature ran its course, reality set in for our little guy. His safety net was gone. For anyone who has never potty trained a human before, first of all, I'm jealous. Secondly, I can understand this transition might not seem all that major. What's the big deal? But you have to think of it this way. For three plus years, all my son knew was his diaper. In fact, children don't even really have awareness about their bodily functions, that anything's even really happening until they start to potty train. So suddenly, my son was becoming aware of the sensations of elimination. Talk about a rude awakening. So by mid-morning on day one, it was really clear that he wanted to go back to what he knew. He started throwing fits, which is very unusual for our typically chill second child. And he started melting down into just a sad puddle on the ground. Now, as grown adults who have been proud potty users for decades, all we want to do is help our little people see how awesome this next chapter is going to be for them. After all, there's so much freedom for kids on the other side of diapers. Wouldn't anybody be willing to do whatever it takes to ditch those stinky, smelly, wet, and uncomfortable diapers? The answer is no, not at first. At first, the transition is deeply uncomfortable. We're talking, we're talking about life-altering shit. Sorry, I had to go there. But seriously, for my son, a life without diapers was completely unimaginable. It was scary and foreign. He had no concept and no way of visualizing what a life without that safety net could look like. So here's the deal. As humans, our natural reaction is to cling to what's comfortable, even when what's comfortable is completely shitty. How does this turn up for us in our own adult lives? The answer can take many forms. Maybe you hate your job, but you stay because even though it's miserable, at least you know what to expect. It's the old devil you know versus devil you don't. Sure, you've watched tons of your friends quit their crappy jobs to pursue their dreams from going back to school to starting a business. But is it worth the risk? Better to just cling to that safety net. Perhaps you're stuck in a toxic pattern of drinking too much alcohol or eating food that doesn't actually nourish you. Now, intellectually, you know you could feel better. And if you did, your life might just change completely. And that is where your brain has a problem. Because even though that change is almost certainly for the better, our human brains are not designed to choose the pain and discomfort we must go through to get to the other side. Even when that other side looks like a dream job, tons of money, a slimmer physique, improved health, a loving relationship, clean pants, 
freedom. Human beings are wired to avoid pain. And we have our ancient ancestors to thank for this because this is our survival instinct at work. You see, all those years ago, safety was everything. There was no striving for self-actualization, no quest for peace and freedom, because we were just a little bit busy trying to not get gobbled up by a saber-toothed tiger. Now, these days, the threat of tigers has been neutralized, thank goodness, and our lives are infinitely safer by default. But the primitive brain doesn't know that. So yes, your life might be fine right now. In fact, it might even be pretty darn good. But you probably have a safety net or two, and you might not even realize that that's why you're holding on to something that deep down doesn't really serve the you 2.0 you want to be. So safety nets, they're great when we need them, just like my son's diaper. Really glad he's had that for the past three years. But there comes a time when they just don't fit us anymore. And we need to realize we've outgrown them. We need to see that they no longer fit. So maybe that safety net once served an important purpose, but now it's time to let it go. It's time to call yourself out and strip off the proverbial diaper. So I'm actively working on ditching one of my longtime safety nets myself in 2023, but that's going to have to be a different podcast. So what about you? What kind of safety nets are you holding on to? What pops up for you? I would absolutely love to hear what you think about this. If you're on my email list, you can just find the email and click reply. The title is, or the subject line of the email is take away the safety net. Find that email hit reply, and tell me what this brings up for you. Or you can also find me on Instagram. I'm at HeyStephCrowder. I would love to hear your thoughts. And once again, if you want to be part of my writing journey, if you enjoyed this podcast on any level, then you really want to be on my mailing list so that you can read this. I'm just getting warmed up, you guys. I cannot wait to keep writing and to create a really strong writing practice and yes, ultimately become a New York Times bestselling author in 2023, or maybe it'll take longer. I don't know. And it doesn't really matter. What matters is that for right now, I am stepping into that identity and I'd love to take you with me. So again, you can go to stephcrowder.com slash plan. I know this was a really short and sweet podcast episode, but I hope you loved it. And I will talk to you next time. Happy 2023, y'all.